Welcome to the ATX Sidebars podcast. Views and expressions on society, current events, cultural differences, and everything in between. With your host, Marcy Ange. Welcome to the ATX Side 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 Bars Podcast. Hey, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever time it is. Wherever you're at, konnichiwa, buenos dias. What Welcome to ATX Sidebars. Yes, buddy. We back. Yo, how we doing, everybody? Hey, yo, real quick. This your boy Diggs. Spicy Ange. It's your boy Pops Life, aka Dark Chocolate, oh. aka the Godiva Rider. Godiva <laughs> Rider. Off the top with the Bro, smoke. you every piece of chocolate there is out in the world, huh? Word. What you call it? Fifth Ave, Reese's, all the above. Belgian chocolate, Swiss chocolate. Yeah, that too. I've had Swiss chocolate, paused, not in that way, and Belgian chocolate, been to both places, amazing. Yeah? Yeah. But, speaking of travel. Hey, I'm talking about travel. that travel. Where you been, Diggs? Man, we've we been out here, in the though. Office, First man. of all, I've been out here, you know what I mean? I know you got, y'all miss me, I miss y'all too. I, uh, I went back home to Rhode Island last week. Hey. It was super nice. I went and got to see my mother, my beautiful, dearing mother. No, no you need to Aww. explain what you did for your mom. Yeah, yeah what you did? Shout outs to moms, man. So it was her 60th birthday. Her birthday was Thursday, July 11th. Uh, so uh, I had always... Good day. Good day. A great day. I had always planned to do something big for my mom's 60th birthday. Matter of fact, when she turned 50, I told my dad we got to do something for her 60th. So mm-hmm. this has been like 10 years in the making. Booked a flight out there back in April, and I went and I surprised her on the day of her birthday. Man. She had no idea I was coming. Like played it all up. Um, literally talked to her that morning. I flew in on Wednesday, stayed at my buddy's place, took an Uber to the house, and called her in the Uber on the way to the house just to make sure she was home. I knew she was taking the day off from work. Mm-hmm. She said she was going to be laying in bed for a little bit. Perfect. So it happens that we have a florist across the street from our house, my parents' house. It opened up at 8.30. It was just the timing was great. Bought her flowers, showed up to the door, knocked on the door, and surprised the hell out of her. It was amazing. You're nice. such a mama's boy. I am a mama's boy. She was so excited. Did she cry? She, she did cry like a little cried. bit. She did cry a little bit. She said it, it was amazing. She said it was the best gift that she got. Her Aww. 60th. Aww. Daddy, mommy's little boy. Mommy's <laughs> little boy. Hashtag only woman in my life. Yeah. Hey. Straight up, though. The biggest surprise, though, was that what we did, me and my father, is that we actually planned a surprise 60th at her favorite bar in Rhode Island. So we had been planning that for four months. We had her sisters fly in, all my aunts, my grandmother fly in and surprise her. She, she had no idea. So not only did she get me as a surprise on Thursday, she also got a surprise on that birthday party that we did for her on Saturday. And I had to kind of distract her, I had to drive her around everywhere that morning so my dad could set everything up. How hard is that? Just like... 
keeping everything a surprise and making sure other people aren't ruining it or like slipping. She's making sure she don't catch you on your phone texting about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's very difficult. My mom's very oblivious to the whole phone thing, right? So she's not necessarily going to see that. But I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty fucking good at surprising people, especially when it comes to stuff like this. So not that it was difficult. It was more exciting. I find it exciting. Yeah. So I find ways to get shit done. And to kind of maneuver it some way. Like the way I planned it when I actually surprised her that day of her birthday was perfectly planned. I had planned it for two weeks. I dropped little bombs here and there that they don't realize. And the morning of it was perfect. My dad was like, hey, leave the house. Because my mom thought we were doing something in the backyard. We're yeah. just going to have family. So he was like, get out of here. We're setting something up. Don't worry about the cooking. Nothing. I'm going to take care of it. So I just took it to breakfast. And I was texting everyone. My mom had no idea. Yeah, nice. that's so awesome. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad you got to go yeah. and do that. We saw you with your little salsa dancing skills. Man, using your salsa bag, salsa chip bag, or salsa do bag. Listen, listen. I don't mean to brag. But I'm kind of nice with my salsa. That's all I'm going to say, man. I'm kind of nice. And me and Spicy, Spicy was even talking about earlier with us. Salsa is difficult. It is very difficult. It's difficult. No, kudos, bro. Especially partner dancing salsa. I mean, the arms go everywhere, and like you go underneath them and around. But the facial expression too. You gotta have a. Oh no, bro! It's a character. It's a whole character. And the waist. Yeah, the waist. These hips don't lie. Shakira was talking about me. Okay, let's not get that far. Skirt! I let, I let, she's married, she's married to PK from the Barcelona soccer team, I respect that. But yo, shut up, it was, it was a beautiful week and I was glad to see my friends and my family, my aunts, it was awesome. Um, back to the hustle, though. Back to the hustle. And those are right. my trips. I know y'all got some future trips coming up I here. Do, I do, I do, I do. Where are you going? So, you guys, okay, I am about to head to the PR Okay. Puerto Rico for y'all who don't know that. Puerto Rico. I'm sorry. Puerto Rico. Bayamón. Puerto Rico. We're going for a week. I'm super excited. Uh, my aunts from Jersey are flying down. My aunt from New York's flying down. My family that's there are going to be joining us, waiting for us uh, with open arms. I'm taking my baby, my husband, my mom, my dad. Uh, Mara's first going. trip, right? No, she no, went to Minnesota. No, it's her second trip because she, she went to Minnesota. But yeah, she's a little bit older now, so let's see how this flight goes. It's a little bit longer. Um, however, have you guys been watching the news and what's going on in freaking Puerto Rico? I've heard. I've heard. I've heard a lot of it from you, but I had heard out of it before, but she's getting kind of out of hand, the stuff that you would tell me. Let's tell tell yeah, the listeners what's so going on. like... Apparently, about a week or so ago, the um, there was like a few people from the, I don't know, administration, let's just call it that way, uh, that were arrested um, for some kind of corruption charges, I guess. They had mishandled, I want to say over $15 million of like federal aid money. Um, wasn't that for Hurricane? Yeah, yeah. So What hurricane was it again? Maria. Hurricane Maria. Wasn't that from that? And that, is that from coming from the U.S.? Where was that funding coming from? Yeah, I believe so. I believe it was coming from the U.S. And so they had already resigned, um, but yet they uh, were still arrested and charged with those charges. Well, at the same time, a nine, almost a 900-page uh, chat between the governor and some members of his cabinet and advisors uh, leaked to the public Jeez. and once that happened the people 
have had enough. I mean, I mean, fair. my cousins, my family have all been posting about it. They are fucking outraged. So it was a lot of, you know, inappropriateness, um, a lot of misogynistic comments. They were talking about the the LGBT community. They specifically mm. were calling out Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's a freaking Puerto Rico icon. You don't do that. Yeah, exactly. They were talking about, oh, I think what really got people is um, they were making fun of all the dead bodies from uh, Hurricane Maria. Oh, wow. If that isn't some fucking... And people are still, like, dealing, you know, with Hurricane Maria and dealing with losing family members because of it. And the the fact that you can make fun and belittle... Yeah, it's it's a very real and sensitive topic. And, you know... I hope they get... I hope they get... I hope Puerto Rican... The Puerto Rican citizens and residents get justice. I hope so, too. That's I mean, bullshit. that's what they're fighting for. I mean, they've been protesting um, the past few days uh, in front of the governor's mansion. For the most part, it's all been peaceful. You know, they've been walking down the streets of San Juan, you know, kind of like a paranda <laughs> with, like, congas and all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, yeah. You know, at night, obviously, it's been getting a little violent. Uh, pepper spray's been being thrown. But they're just, they're freaking tired of it. They're tired of the corruption. They're tired of the injustice. They're tired of, you know, not having opportunity. And, you know, anytime something's going on wrong with the government, you know, the people are the ones that suffer. And, uh, you know, this governor, Ricardo Rossello. Bless you. Told him. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. You didn't sneeze? <laughs> what did she say? Rossello. <laughs> So he came out and publicly publicly stated that he was ashamed of his comments, that, uh, you know, he was embarrassed by them and he apologizes for them, but that um, he is not going to be stepping down, which is what the people want him to do. Bear me, you piece of shit. Because one of the other things, too, is that uh, somebody in his cabinet had mentioned about shooting the mayor of San Juan. Mm. And he actually responded and said, you would be doing me a favor. Yo, come on. I know. So, it, like, now... But that was just, like, one of many things. I mean, this is, like, a 900-page, like, chat session going on. Obviously, not all him, but he was definitely involved. And the people do not trust him anymore. And they want would him you? to step down. This is a, this is a classic... This is a classic upper-class... I think I'm better than you, and I think I can get away with anything bullshit that goes on Privilege. everywhere. Now, granted, Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of the United States, mm-hmm. so the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, because that's some shit that happens here, too, yep. except we're just in a very much larger scale, and there's a lot of other safe havens and a lot of ways to that our government gets away with it. Let, let's, let's be clear. In my opinion, every government's pretty corrupt. There's some sort of corruption There's always going to be yeah. some sort of so corruption, not, but so this is not, on a, a level... But what I want to say is let's not... I don't want any of the listeners to think that, oh, this is Puerto Rico. Of course it's Puerto Rico. And people think that that's some ignorant shit that, no, let, this happens everywhere. We're just exposing it here in Puerto Rico. You're damn right it happens here, too. It's just some classic rich people thinking get away with whatever the fuck they want to get away with. Powerful people thinking, thinking they can get away with whatever the fuck they want and just thinking that they're better than mm-hmm. lower class. And it's fucking horseshit and good for the Puerto Rican people for fucking protesting and standing up and hopefully yeah. something happens. I think and that's, you know that's the best way to attack this is stand up as a unit. Yes. You They're standing up united. Own. Exactly. And you know what? Once you piss off the Boricuas and you lose their trust, 
Pa'l carajo. Pa'l carajo, como pa dice. Back at you. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> out, so, be safe out there when you yeah, go. Yeah, you know, be safe. safe but, um, you know, I'm, I'm praying for everyone out there that's currently protesting. I actually saw uh, some cousins of mine post aerial views of the crowds and the protests. So, you know, I'm, I'm proud that they are participating in the the march and the protests um, and wanting the governor to step down. The whole premise around this is they want the governor to step down. Sure. And they will not back down until he does. How can he not step down? How can he not get be forced to be moved out of there when he's already admitted in this 900-page document that he has taken funds and done all these things? I don't know. Government. But True. not only is this happening in Puerto Rico, but it's happening, you know, in all parts of the United oh, States. I think um, Lynn Manuel was leading a protest in New York City. Um, oh, the protest, sure. Yeah, the protest. Yeah, sure. And I think there was a few going on in Washington. Yeah. In New York. Yeah, yeah, New York. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, I'm going to Puerto Rico. Hopefully, you know, it won't. Uh, Hopefully, it'll be all positive. Yeah, think it's be just good. positive. Yeah, I just, you know, I just want to be with my family and just be at the beach but at the same time I want to support the cause uh, because I think it's important sure you know this is this is a trying time I mean Puerto Rico has been through a lot these past two years Um, you know some of my family had to leave to come to the states um, just to work Um, and then you know now some of them are back but it's been some trying times and You know, I feel like the people just had enough and they're just speaking up because they're sick of it. They're sick of it. And I like it. And our big shout out to Puerto Rico and hearts out to them. Hopefully that stuff goes down. We appreciate it. But good luck in your travel, Spicy Ange. But, you know, real quick, before we jump into the main topic, that wasn't even a main topic necessarily, but that's an important topic to talk about because a lot of what we do here in this podcast is let y'all into our lives, our heritage. That's a very important part of Spicy Ange's heritage, right? Puerto Rico, parents from there. So being able to reserve some time to speak about what's going on there is important. Yeah. Speaking about where we're from, Pop's life is about to do a little hey, travel himself, brother. What's going Philly, on? Born and yeah. raised. What's that song? West time? Philadelphia, born, born and raised. To the playground where I spend most of my days. Sing it. We bodied that except for the parts oh, we, we didn't body. Pops what's going on your trip though? Talk to yo, me and wifey heading up to Philly. That's what's up. Now what's Philly? why is Philly important to you? What's what's the importance behind that? Uh, the importance is uh, my dad's from Philly. All of my family's in Philadelphia. A lot of cousins, a lot of cousins, uh, and it's a way for you know show my wife around the city, take a look at the culture, meet cousins, aunts, uncles, nieces, nephews, everybody. And uh, this is somewhat of a work trip, but also a personal trip. Love it. But this is this is going to be a good time for us to get away from the kids a little bit and just you know get some us time. Good. Take a look at the city, see what you think, eat a cheesesteak or three. Or 17. Or 17. Who's counting? Who's counting? Go hard. You gotta tell me which one's the best one. So whenever I They're visit. all the best ones. Mm, you okay. can't. They're all the best ones. So looking forward to that because honestly, we don't take too many trips without the kids. So this is going to be a good, uh, a much needed trip. Probably since New Orleans, huh? Uh, last time we took a trip alone, uh, it was for my 32nd birthday. Went to New Bruh. Orleans. That was 25 years ago, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I'm old. You know what I mean? <laughs> Went to New Orleans. Gambled, had oysters. 
Forgot that night, blacked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those hurricanes will do that yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I woke up the next us. day and had a good time. So I'm looking forward to this trip a whole Love lot. Hey, man, well, we hope you enjoy. You know, we wanted to start this uh, podcast off by talking about this episode, rather, by talking about our little trips. Yeah. Digs ain't going anywhere anytime soon, but you heard about my trip. But, yo, have fun, both of y'all, man. But I'm ready to kick it into the topic. So yo, what? Let's kick it. it. Let's yo, kick it. I got another little transition here. We talk about government, Puerto Rican government, and some of the corruption. Let's talk about some of the government secrets. Hey. The U.S. government secrets. What do you have? To, what are you hiding down You there? guys know. Y'all heard about this let's storm area 51 bullshit that's going on right now it's where there's real. like a petition or signing so <laughs> it's I'm real signed up i'm signed i thought it was like a real like a joke like yeah. this was an actual no, event real. that people were buying tickets to but you guys corrected me and were like no area 51 is a real place yes it's real the signing up may or may not be real but like can you guys explain to me what the hell is going on I'm, I'm gonna defer this over to the resident area 51 expert and mainly because he has some background information let's start off first and foremost what is area 51 so area 51 is a military base i want to say it's in new mexico nevada I nevada. nevada yes and it's where supposedly a lot of alien spaceships and other things that we may not know are being hidden top and secret shit top Top secret. Like, tippity top secret. Like, I'm talking about more top secret than your Google search. I mean, like... Like, if you try to approach secret. the gate, you might blow up into a million pieces. I mean, because like... They or they might sick an alien on you. One facts. Of the facts. Or they might turn you into ALF. Yeah. <laughs> All y'all that remember that? It's a 1989 ALF TV show. ALF is a great show. TV show. It's ALF. It was funny. But that's what's happening. All this comes from uh, Yes, that's what I was going to ask. Where is this coming from? Right? Yes. So, in, and I have it up. So, in 1989, a physicist called Bob Lazar broke the story of Area 51 and went dark for years. He went dark? Like he no went one heard dark. from him? Like didn't hear from oh, him, was shit. on like the low. They thought he was dead? On or? the low, just knew too much, didn't hear anything from him until now. And he's coming up with stories and you have to believe what he's saying because he has the proven so he track just, record of someone that knows what's in Area 51. And this is a Netflix documentary, right? This is a Correct. Netflix Correct. So you documentary. watched it already. Absolutely. So Spicy Nance, that's our that was supposed to be our homework, but yeah, but, you know, but I'm going to watch it this weekend because it seems lit. It's scary because it gives you insights of like, now all of us have gone through periods of, do aliens exist? Which they do. Is 100%. ET real? Is Dennis Rodman from another planet? <laughs> and when we see those, you know, black, we, we all question it. But now to hear out of someone who worked there's mouth that this is true and these are the spaceships, I think he draws one out specifically, like to the T. Like he understands the components in these ships. It's real. So they're trying to make him seem like he's crazy, first and foremost. Yep. But I think from what I heard, again, I haven't seen it, but from what I heard from you and from a couple it's of facts. people, like they're trying to discredit him. They apparently erased his entire life since before he started working at Area 51 to try to discredit him because people are looking up they're like you don't even exist and it's like he's sitting there saying I worked at Area 51 you think they just hired some random schmuck off the street or out of high school like I had credentials I went to MIT and he has all these things and it's true like how are you going to get up in there and it's just it's super interesting but, but here, here's the thing are we ready for this shit? that's the question that's the question let's like, take a serious note Like, are we really ready to know that there are aliens out there or amongst us like yes yeah, are we ready for i want to ask spicy spicy what do you think do you think we're ready do you think us as a society not even as american citizens as a society in general the are world culture are we ready to to find out the secrets of area 51 you know 
Do you think there's secrets in I do. I do think there's secrets. I think the government always has a way of hiding certain things from from the public. Any government, right? They, there's just certain things that they don't want the public to know because they don't want to cause panic and um, they don't want to cause chaos. Um, are we ready? Probably not. Uh, would it be awesome to know that some of these things, movies that we've been watching or, you know, aliens that we've been talking about or maybe even some of these so-called sightings of spaceships, yep. I think it would be awesome to... Or X-Files. Yeah, to finally real. feel validated, yeah. right, that, you know, we're not just making up these spaceships and aliens. But, man, I don't think the public is ready. You don't think? I don't. I don't. I mean, that's fair. I agree. That's fair. I agree. I think it's I think it's scary because with aliens, we don't know what's coming with it. What sicknesses they have, what diseases that can transfer by air I mean, and water. True. I didn't even think about that. Like, <laughs> it's not just, hey, what's up, alien? Give me that. What's up? How you been, bro? You see the Lakers? No, it's like... What are Sorry you about doing? That, guys. Are you? I was going to okay, put guys. something on. I think that was an alien. Oh! Are you ready? That's some Twilight Zone shit are right there. That's aliens? what I'm talking about. No, the first thing was the alien beatboxing. No, I heard that too. I heard that she's real. <laughs> I heard that she's real. No, but I mean, let, let's do, here's what I think. First of all, I know aliens exist. I say I know like I have evidence. I don't fucking have evidence, but this universe is too goddamn big Facts. for there not to be aliens Facts. involved. Mm-hmm. For us to be that narcissistic to think that we're the only species living Crazy. is probably the dumbest shit ever. All right, first of all, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump's an alien too. But you can't get that orange or anywhere else. Kick rocks, Donald Trump. <laughs> Straight up. For the rest of your life. Straight up. There has to be aliens, but are we ready as a society? I feel like I'm ready to know, but it's not as easy. I don't think, here's the reason why they're probably not saying anything, why they're not letting us know, because it's not as easy as saying, hey guys, yeah, aliens exist. I don't know if anyone would panic. I won't be like, that'd be so cool. There's some other deeper shit behind it. Yeah. Like, there's some shit like they talk to us and literally we're going to die in 75 years. They're going to blow us all up. There's nothing we can do. Like, there's some crazy shit See, that's going behind it. I don't think it's as simple as, yeah, there are aliens. There's deeper secrets. I agree. And that's where I agree with you. It's not just the fact that there's aliens. They're hiding something. Or there's so much stuff aligned to them that could either kill us, get us sick. Like, I'm thinking beyond just, oh, hi, alien. What is coming with that alien? Yo. You got this alien captive. Is this the cousin of a mobster of aliens that are looking for their long-lost alien <laughs> Man, son? You've been watching too much Independence Day, bro. Chill. No, <laughs> that was Shark Tales. It was on Nickelodeon. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it still got me a little shook. Because, uh, you know, if you figure that out, I watched Birdcage, all these other little movies. Oh, you're right. You never know, like, what can really happen. I mean, if we've discovered aliens, and, and by we discovered, I mean they discovered us if we have them here on this planet. Let's yeah. be clear. That means that their technology is so far superior to ours that they were able to travel from wherever they came from to here. Look, I studied, I wanted to be an astronomer. I wanted to study astronomy and physics in college. I started taking calculus and I was like, fuck this. I left, so I didn't do it anymore. <laughs> but I'm super interested in that space shit. The, for uh, some sort of alien civilization to get here to Earth is absolutely insane. Hey, wait. <laughs> I was thinking hard. Okay? I was thinking. I was thinking real hard. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you gonna say it?" Or not? I, I think he. Oh, it was like choking, aliens right? got me. They trying to stop you from talking that shit. That's what happened right now. I think the aliens don't exist. They don't exist. <laughs> Yo, straight up, pop hey, you got it out, shit, dog. You, you got know, it out. I did get it out. That's all that matters. Out. 
But for an alien civilization to get to us here on Earth is absolutely insane. Yeah. The amount of the distance they have to travel, light years, speed, it's fucking insane. So if there are aliens, they're far superior than us in intelligence, and that could mean we're probably fucked. Oof. So that's the scary part. So it's just one of those things, like these people are doing this shit to say we're going to storm Area 51 and the thing is a joke. First of all, is it even possible? They're going to be met by military force. Well, the motherfucker's about to die. Doesn't it depend on the amount of people? I mean, if so right now, how many people are signed up? One point two million people. And the list is growing, right? The list is growing, and it's not till September twentieth because Pops have already booked his flight to Vegas for that. I'm taking a Greyhound. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I got that flight money. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but the the reality is, if one point two million people storm it, you got to be ready to tase, smoke. Oh no, they're killing people. Uh, uh, what's oh, that yeah. beanbag the bag no, no, uh, you're gonna have bags. to stop people but it's the thing 1.2 million people won't show up it's one of those things but even if let's say like 0.5% of people show up or 1% of people show up that translates to about like what 10, 15,000 people yeah. showing up did I do that math right yeah. I didn't even think yeah. I did. You did that's still a lot of people that are gonna show yeah. up now granted they're not gonna be able to do anything but like if this keeps growing only a fraction of them show up like there could be a possible 100,000 people show up facts so did this all come about because of this documentary and then people got curious that because he was so vivid in his explanation of what is in Area 51 that people were like we gotta get the fuck up in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well it's the power of, first of all it's the power of technology nowadays that people have access to seeing some sort of documentary because there's been plenty of documentaries around Area 51 for for years now but the distribution of it wasn't as sophisticated as it is now. Now, keep in mind, social media as well. Mm-hmm. People are talking about it. And there was literally one guy that was like, we're going to storm Area 51. And all these people just came on board and it was just an effect, right? He started trending mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we're about to talk about some trends later on too. <laughs> but that's what ended up happening, you know what I mean? But here's what I think is probably going to happen. In high school, there were times where you had to do the high school prank, remember? And yes, it, I remember. It was one where I was like, you know what? We're all going to get up at 2 o'clock. It was like gonna, senior skip day, too. Yeah, we're going to all skip. One. We're all yeah. just going to walk out. Everyone was like, fuck yeah, we're going to do it. And then 1 o'clock came, and I was the only one that walked out, and nobody followed me. Yeah. Like, that's what I feel was going to happen with this shit. This dude's <laughs> going to show up. There's going to be very little people that are going to show up, and they're going to be fucked and get arrested. But I heard they're going to have a live feed, and I'm definitely going to be watching. Definitely. Hell but you know yeah. what? I do want to say a sidebar Sidebar. Oh. If we can get... 500 or 1.2 million people to storm Area 51, then the same amount of people should be able to step up when injustice happens mm. in our country. So let's let's remember that. Aliens, regardless, Bars. I see what you're doing. But if you're seeing injustice, why don't we step up for that too? Let's well, throw that out Because that's there. too difficult for people. Let's throw that out That's there. too difficult for people. Hey, but say it a little louder for people in the back. Step up for injustice. Aliens... Kick rocks. Bloop. Done. Hey, I like it. That was good. That was Mind a little. Trip. That was a little bit of a funky topic. I like that because we did a little bit different, but we ended that shit on a serious note, though. But, but I mean, speaking of serious notes here, obviously we're just talking about this Air Fifty One here, but we have a really big topic that came into discussion as of the past two weeks, Ooh. week week and a half. Yeah. With all these new Disney reanimation movies that they're happening, making live action <sighs> yes. play or whatever it is that you end up calling it, you just got the release of Lion King that came out. Aladdin came out, Dumbo came out. Now they're starting to cast for The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. That's a huge one. Mm-hmm. And hallelujah, amen, they casted a black girl to play Ariel in Little Mermaid. Who is the black which girl? Which I think is phenomenal. Her name is Halle 
Bailey. Yep. That's her name, not Halle Barry, but Halle Bailey. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's very um, accredited. She's very successful. She's incredible to to be able to play this. She has a hell of a voice. She's part of a duo's um, group. Chloe and Halle. Part of Beyonce's label, I think yeah. you said, Haley. right? Yeah. She's in that show, Grownish. Grownish. Grownish, right? So she has accreditations. There's a huge uproar from the community, from society, because they think a black girl shouldn't be playing Ariel because Ariel technically in the cartoon looks like a white girl, which is super interesting and can be a little infuriating, but... That's something we need to talk about right now. So I kind of want to, I want to get everyone's takes here. I've got my opinions on it, but spicy and start us off. What do you think? So first of all, I think it's great that someone of color is going to be uh, playing the Little Mermaid. You know, a, a movie that I grew up watching. You know, as a little girl. Um, mm. I, you know, what I don't like is that before people even know. Like what she's about, like where she caught, like what things that she's done, like have they listened to her voice? You know, because she's got an amazing voice. Oh, she's she I mean, Belch. her voice is amazing. Um, they're just, just because of the fact that she's black, they're like, and Ariel in the cartoon was white. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, she can't play Ariel. <laughs> well, why the fuck not? That's, That's how I feel horrible, about that. It's some bullshit. And we'll, we'll talk about that. You know? It's, it's ridiculous, but here's what people are thinking. They want the image of this white little mermaid figure to be the same image that they had when they were younger. They right. kind of want that same type of thing. I think that's half of it. The other half of it, too, is that it, I think it's racism, too. It's definitely a little bit racist. Well, you know, there's a been a private Facebook groups um, that were called Make Ariel White Again. Oh, I mean, God. come on now. That's horrible, man. I mean, it's one thing to have a feeling of like, oh, you know, I, I really wish they would have casted a redhead, a white redhead, you know, so that she could bring Ariel to life because that's what I saw as a kid. But it's another thing to spew hate and create groups that are called Make Ariel White Again. Like, Sounds that, like Make America Great Again, literally on a play of that. Right. That's very reminiscent of that. Right. So, you know, I, I get I get the disappointment in people, you know, if they grew up watching a certain character and they're trying to to bring that to life. They they want them to look similar. They want them to be like, oh, you know, the this is it's like Pinocchio, you know, the, the Pinocchio and then him becoming like a real life boy. They I mean they want the, the representation to be what they've always known. But at the same time, it's, it's more than that. It's about, you know, can she act? Can she sing, right? Because there's a lot of singing in The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. You know, is she going to bring the character to life? Not so much the color of her skin, but is she going to bring the character of Ariel to life? Right. And that was for the casting directors to decide. I'm sure they auditioned plenty of actresses and I'm sure a lot of them were white but she outsung them she outacted them she did something in order for them to cast them and so I feel that she should be given a fair shot yeah. and she will and that's not going to change it Pops like love right. to hear your thoughts I'm about on to go this hard. right now let's I'm about go. To go hard when Power Rangers came out the TV show the Yellow Ranger was Asian 
right? Yep. When the movie came out with the ooze, the Yellow Ranger was black. Mm-hmm. The Asian community didn't stand up out of hate. Yep. It was a movie. They yep. redid it. They got paid. Um, another example. When back in the day, they used to do blackface movies, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning African-American faces. Those were played by white males. Mm-hmm. Yep. Another thing. Preach. We, we can go down the list. First and foremost, these are parents saying, make Little Mermaid white again. You're a parent. Little Mermaid is made for your kids. Your kids aren't seeing color. They just want to enjoy a good movie. Yep. So you can defend it all you want. That is a form of racism. If you do not want to allow a, you know, with the credentials and a successful African-American young lady, play a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. And you have an issue with it because this is what you grew up seeing in 19... 19- if this never came out, you wouldn't be thinking about Little Mermaid. Yep. You're just trying to find something to, to hang on and be like, oh, now we hate this. Like, get the hate out your heart. Allow someone to make this movie because this movie, Little Mermaid, is not for you adults. It's for these kids. Yep. And if that were the case, there could be multiple examples of complaints that could have happened because certain roles are played by different ethnicities. Absolutely. So or white chicks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, white, white chicks. White people stand yeah. up. Are y'all mad at that because it was played by two African American males? No, you laughed your ass off. Mm-hmm. But and they now, wanted a white chicks too. Exactly. But now you pick and choose when you want to shut something down. The reality is we live in a very racial conscience conscience era, yeah. and people want to voice their opinion, yeah. no matter how ugly it is. At the end of the day, that's a form of racism that's unnecessary. It here, here's the way I see it, and, and preach, bro. Amen. Like, I 100% agree with you on that. And I think whatever people are doing is absolutely ridiculous. And it's a very close-minded way to think. But then again, we live in a society that's very close-minded. Absolutely. That's really what it comes down to. You want to you wanna start getting up and pissed off about things that really don't fucking matter and that really don't make a difference. Mm-hmm. People are going under the argument saying, oh, well, Mulan was played by an Asian girl. And because she was Asian in the cartoons. Like, okay. I'm gonna table that right, right there. They're gonna, they're gonna say that dumb bullshit. But Mulan is about Asian culture. Mm-hmm. It's not about anything else. It's Bars. about Asian culture. Bars. That's what it's yes. about. Took place in China, wherever yes. it took place. That's really what it came down to. That's bars. Ariel, they're saying that she was Dutch or whatever the case is. But no they didn't talk, talk about, about Dutch they, culture. Can we say something? They didn't talk about. She was them. a mermaid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And act like there's no black Dutch people. Facts. Like, come on. Like, that's the ridiculousness that I hate. Half of her body they was say, a fish. Yeah. <laughs> a fish. <laughs> Goddamn fish. It's true. But they also say Aladdin. Jasmine in the Aladdin movie wasn't played by a white girl. They're saying, but I'm like, it doesn't matter. Aladdin was about the Saudi Arabian culture, the Persian culture. That's what it was about. Yeah. It wasn't about something different. Ariel wasn't about white American culture. That's not no. what it was about. What was, was about a about goddamn mermaid. A mermaid living in the ocean who wanted to be a human. A and mermaid that's what it was. who was trying to holler at a prince because she hated her struggle. Yeah. She met someone who was like, yo, I can have legs in these streets? Yeah, I'm about to holler at this dude because he's digging my legs. Yeah. <laughs> but they realized, oh crap, I'm going back to my fish bag. Hey. Yo, I need you to help me. Out of here, man. Yeah, it, it's some bullshit. So that's what pisses me off. It's like, people, you don't, you need to take a step back. Yeah, okay. Jasmine wasn't played by a white girl. Yara Mulan is not played by a white girl, but it's different pretenses. It's, com- it's, it's completely out of context. Yes. Completely out of context. I agree. And go ahead. I'll let you go. No, I was going to say I wanted to bring something up because it kind of, um, it, it's a, a little bit on the same topic. 
So recently, Scarlett Johansson stepped down from a movie role. She had been casted to play a, a transgender female, and there was so much uproar about it, uh, about not casting an actual transgender um, in the role. And uh, so when she stepped down, she made a public comment about the fact that she's an actress and that she should be able to play uh, parts that don't necessarily portray her own life, right? Because that's the that's part of her job. That's the challenge of being an actor and actress is that you know you're wanting to push yourself into playing roles that are far different from from your life. So, what do you guys have to say to that? Because you know, there's been a lot of actors that have played gay actors that who were not really gay. I mean, should we be in uproar of that? No. Um, and, I mean, look, I what got, do you guys think? I got, I got, I got some thoughts. Like, Wait, I, like, I'm going to give one quick one. I'm going to let you jump yeah. in. Uh, what's my man, Tony Starks? What's his name? Robert, Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. There's a movie called Tropical Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Great movie. And great movie. Yeah. And Robert Downey Jr., Played a black man. Mm-hmm. No, he played a white man playing a black man. White man playing a black man. I'm the black I'm man playing the white man playing the black man, man, <laughs> black man. The black man and a white and, man. <laughs> and, and it was received as acting. You know, it wasn't disrespect. But that's also, I think it's a little bit different because the point of the movie was for a white guy to be playing a black but guy at in the, the movie. At the end like, of the day, it was he's a, putting himself out there yeah, though, to be judged. Yeah. But we didn't. But yeah. we pick and choose. Here's how I feel about this situation. I feel very strongly about it. Like, you're going to see how strong I feel about this. Yes, there have been guys that have played, straight guys that have played gay men. And I don't disagree with Scarlett Johansson. The point of acting is that it's an art form. You're supposed to push yourself to be something that you're probably not and to be able to convince people that that's who you really are. Mm-hmm. That is the beauty of acting. So I'm not taking that away from her. I'm not saying don't go for this transgender role. I'm not saying the straight guy don't go for the gay. I mean, Brokeback Mountain. Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, they weren't gay. Right. And they made out of that movie. Like, mm-hmm. that's some seriously good acting. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't disagree with that. Here's where I'm coming from. Most of these people are white people, right? They're white males. They're white females. They're going to have a ton of other acting opportunities because they are accepted in Hollywood. And they're accepted in society in general. Gay men, lesbian men, gay people, transgendered people, black people, minority we're not as accepted as white males and white females are in acting world, in society. We don't have as many opportunities or haven't had as many opportunities as they have. So if there is a role that does come up for a transgender role and you have a qualified transgender artist, I mean actor, why not look at them and why not cast them in that role? Well, who's to say that they didn't do that? Well, we don't know. That's the thing. Right. We don't know. But, but, but like my point is, is... For Scott Johansson to be so up and raw about it, it's kind of like, look, sweetie, just if they, you step down, I don't know why you step down. Do they find someone else? I don't know that situation. I don't know. But I'm just, I'm, I'm relaying it to the black Ariel. Like if she was, if she was just as qualified as a white girl that was, uh, that had white hair and blonde, like give it to the black girl. Mm-hmm. That's the way I see it. I'm sorry. Give it to the black girl. I'm never going to say give it to someone that's not as qualified. I would never say that just because of the color of their skin. But if you're just as qualified, you know what? Give it to them because we need to build up our... Um, what's it called? Our marginalized people in this world. We have to build them up. People have been getting shitted on of color for all the time. People have been getting shitted on because they're lesbian or gay or because of their or because of females getting underpaid. Right. Talking about we get shitted on, so fuck that. I don't care. Build them up. White society has 
a privilege. And if you feel like I'm attacking you, my listeners, that's not what it is. You're not listening. It's not about that. I'm not saying anyone's bad. I'm not saying you're doing anything on purpose, but you got to take a step back and look at it. She's qualified. Let her be the black arrow. If there's a transgendered man that is qualified, let him have a breakthrough. Let him be the example for other people of, of, of transgenderness, LGBT. Let her be an example for black girls mm-hmm. to feel like they can do it and they can make it. That was powerful because time has changed. Time is not how it used to be in 1970s. Right. There are powerful Indian women, black women, mm-hmm. Asian women. And if you notice, you know, the, they're getting a lot of roles. There's been so many movies with black women being the lead character. Yeah. Asian women being the lead character. Which is Let's good. Let's continue yeah. to grow and give power to these different ethnicities. Because in all, that'll have us come together in whole. It's not just... Yeah give this person a job and hopefully you make it. Yes. You're, you're creating avenues of, of jobs and work for so many different ethnicities to feed their families. Again, and if they're Push qualified, as, as long if as, again, qualified. I'm not saying give some, like if you're not qualified, you're not qualified. That's yeah. not what I'm saying here. Please listen to me because I don't want people to get triggered because I am very passionate about this. I mm-hmm. feel strongly about this. I know a couple of people that might get a little upset, but I'm not attacking white people. Like that's not what this is. If you feel that way, you're not listening. It's just... It's just you. we have to come to terms with the fact that marginalized people are at a disadvantage and we need to start building them up. And that's not saying, you know, fuck white mm-hmm. people or, you know, take away from them. That's not what I'm saying. But there's places we need to pick and choose. That's how I feel. Any, any, any. No, guys, I think that was great dialogue. Um, Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, I, I want to hear what other people's thoughts are, um, you know. Were they disappointed? Are they happy? Uh, what do they feel about some of the uproar that they've been seeing on social media about um, the casting of Ariel um, and even the cast of, of Scarlett Johansson uh, stepping down yeah. um, of the role that she was originally casted for? Yeah. We'll so, talk about that. Yeah. Cool. Hey, let's Good move stuff. on. Yo, we've been uh, we, we we ran on that one for a little bit, but let's move on. And I think everything interchanges. We went from government to the secrets of government, to Little Mermaid, and then we went into Little Mermaid about race, and we talked a little bit about how there's these petitions on Facebook about make her white, all this social media things. So let's let's go to social media. Yeah. Oh. Y'all been seeing these stupid ass trends that have been going on? The oh. bottle cop ch- the, cap challenge. The old face. The old oh face. My oh my gosh. Okay. So oh. This is what sparked this conversation, <laughs> oh man. God. We want to talk about some social media trends, the Stop cool it. ones versus the dumb ones. Stop but it. why did this start pop Like, What happened, man? So it's late night, Tuesday, and I'm looking at my phone. And I'm seeing, why do these people got these old faces? <laughs> like, I know you. Why there's nothing cool about one that looks 60? And I hated it. I hate. And as quickly as I saw three posts, the next day, that's all I saw. Yeah. Old face, old face, old face. I even did it on you. Exactly. And I look like Bill Cosby. Pre, <laughs> pre, you know what I mean? Bill Cosby. And then, lo and behold, it's connected to some Russian yeah, stuff. Man, and it's taken all your identity. At the end of the day, I just hate trends that don't make sense, but people jump on them and do them. If you want to do a trend, do a challenge that leads that has a positive message. But social media is all about trending. It's, it's always about shit me, getting man. hot. You know what I mean? But then again, 
But again, who are you to say that? Just because you don't like it, what I if know. we don't like your dumb trends, huh? How about that, huh? 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 You loved. Which trend did you really love? He loved I the mean, you want challenge. you wanted us to do that. Absolutely, you wanted us to keep in my challenge. feelings, Keisha. Keep, do you I, love I, me? Are you running? I'm not singing that shit. I thought that was the dumbest challenge. Remember, he and came up to you. us and he yeah. asked us if we wanted to do the challenge with him. Yeah, because it was hard. It's a, it's a no, great song. No, people will get hit by cars, man. People, I mean, they they're chose stupid, to get creative. They, yeah, no, I was they, trying to do it in but, like a work area, like. But the challenge was to do room. it was to do it on the side of your car, though. That was the challenge. Well, no, I'm not talking about do stupid that. challenges. That's a stupid challenge. No, it's not. But <laughs> the side of your the side of your car while it's driving. All right, maybe it's a little dumb, but I mean I that's stupid. It. But again, that's shit. People that are trying to do these social social media trends began out of control. Yeah, out of and control. trends could be anything. Trends okay. could be challenges. Trends could be just dumb shit. Speaking of out of control, have you? Has been seeing the bottle challenge. Oh yeah, the bottle cap so challenge. There, oh, man. Kendall Jenner did one where she was on a jet ski and there was like the she bottle, good doing it, and then she like flicked her foot yeah. and like her little a uh, big pinky toe or whatever, <laughs> like flicked the bottle cap off like so eloquently. And then Mariah Carey did one where she Singing. did she hit her high nose like ah! you know that one. Oh god! And then the bottle cap yeah, flew that off. Was crazy. I was just like, what By the, the way, hell? How do you think about it? Is that a cool or a dumb one? By the way, she hit that note, low key. Oh, I mean, she, <laughs> she did hit that note. High key. High key. High key. Oh, oh, bars. bars. Dude, Dick's dropping bottles here. Bars. High key. Um. I don't know. I, I mean, it's like, it's dumb, but it's kind of cool. It was cool in the beginning, but then it just got out of control. But then people it's were just like, doing dumb shit. I don't even know how this even came about kind of thing. Like, people have been throwing basketballs and, like, unscrewing it and, like, throwing the football does, well, and unscrewing it. does show the creativity it. of the world. I, I give them that. But I, I think it's like clout chasing. Because all they're going to do, they're going to get worse and worse. And there's going to be some guy that's like, I'm going to set myself on fire. Challenge. Yeah. Now I'm dead. <laughs> no, that shit's happened, actually. Not the fire one, but I was watching, uh, I was reading an article about YouTube influencers that have died. And one of them was this couple who had a Bible. He put a Bible to his chest, put it all on YouTube Live and told his girlfriend to shoot him through the Bible that it's fine. The Bible would stop because it was so thick and killed him. Went right right through his chest. All for the clout chasing. Mm. Clout chasing at its worst. It's some bullshit. So these trends turn into clout chasing because everyone wants to clout. Pop Slay feels a certain way about that cloud chasing shit. I do too. I think it's ridiculous. I hate it. Because you know what? Kids start trends and they do dumb trends and then they do a trend that puts them in the hospital. Yeah. And like, how did you get here? Was yeah. it an accident? Yeah, like the No, freaking, I just took a shot of bleach. Yeah, eating t- like cinnamon. The Tide Pod like, Challenge. That's my dumb oh, yeah, one. I fucking hate tri- that type yeah, People are... Yo, oh. when literally Tide had to come out and say, this is not for your consumption, you know what's a problem. These little fucking idiots were eating Tide Pods and they ended up in the hospital yeah. and people were dying. As a challenge. It's a du- and it's a challenge. Like, that's scary. Because kids can shit. die on challenges. It started with just doing a nice, Kiki, do you love me? Now I'm taking yeah. a shot of gain detergent. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> type pots, but type, cool. yeah. type Either way, yeah, it's yeah. a Reynolds oh, for yeah, your stomach. Yeah, 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 You're wearing yeah. a diaper. It's <laughs> oh my God. It's absolutely ridiculous, man. Yeah, but man. they're not all bad. No, they're right? not. Most of them are. Most of them are stupid. Most of them, most of them is cloud chasing. People just, because... 
to Pop's Life's point, I was sitting there on Tuesday night, I was seeing this whole old face challenge, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, people are dumb posting all this shit. It's the dumbest crap in the world. I'm not gonna be that guy to post. But then I got the app and I did it and I posted and that shit was funny as fuck, bro. <laughs> You're like, how horrible hey, do hey, I, I look? It's awful. I did not age bro. well. Let's go. I had liver spots. It was bad. And was, Listen, I was hating on it. You heavy. were. And that, Until Ange yeah, took a picture. Uh, I was like, man, give me your phone. Yeah, I ain't about to. Yo. Hold on. Let me take two more pictures. Look at me. Look at me. I'm old. I'm like, damn. It caught me quick. Yeah, we'd be falling into that shit. But, but again, going back to it, not all of them are bad. What, what are some, some trends? Some challenges you guys have seen over the years that you guys like. Stop with you, Spicy Ann. What you got? I mean, I think that ALS challenge was... The ice like, challenge. Ice yeah, bucket the ice challenge bucket for challenge. Y'all that I actually it's did actually it. actually ALS. Me too. Yeah, I actually did it. So, yeah. you know, it was going for a good cause. You donate um, yep. to ALS. And then you challenge someone else uh, to do it. So that was, you know... It, it got a little carried away because people were getting hurt. Yeah. Um, they were throwing like they were huge, dropping whole buckets yeah huge like ice chests yeah. and like killing people basically I feel like people in society are so stupid that any of the most harmless challenges they're gonna find a way to hurt themselves well, like the there's way, some dumb people like I that I think it's, they just want to take it to the extreme they're like yeah. man we gotta get creative yeah. let's do the ice bucket because they want to be different again yeah. cloud chasing mm-hmm. cloud, cloud chasing at its worst we're gonna talk about cloud chasing one day yeah we will well we're talking about it a little bit now so you like that one that's a good one yeah that was a good one yeah. I mean I think they raised like a shit ton of money yeah there were some caveats in that too because a lot of it wasn't even going to, to ALS but at the end of the day they raised money for sure they definitely did yeah. raise money Pops like what you got you got something uh, one challenge, of my favorite like? challenges was um, the fatherhood challenge where dads posted pictures of their kids mm-hmm and then you tag someone else and they post picture of the kids. Okay. Yeah. See, that's what I like it's because it's one. in the realm of just sharing your kids and your family. It's not dangerous. I'm not dumping water. I'm not leaning against the wall or taking a shot again. I'm just sharing my kids. Yeah. That was the best challenge I did. That is a good one. Yeah. For me, I think the best challenges are the ones that don't make you feel like an inferior person at all. And, and, and let me elaborate on that, I guess, more. Mm-hmm. Social media can make a lot of people feel like they're not enough right because a lot of it is fake people put fake shit they photoshop shit and they make you feel inadequate insufficient so i feel like the trends that i enjoy the most are the ones that puts all that behind and the ones that just promote kindness mm-hmm. one That's of my good. favorite challenges that i've seen and it always happens over and over is the pay it forward challenge mm-hmm. you do something nice for someone and then you tell them to pay it forward you know a couple of things that you can do is you know, you're in line at McDonald's, you're in line at Starbucks, whatever the case is. You get into the window and you tell them, you know what, I'm going to pay for their order behind me and tell them to pay it forward. Right. right. And then you post something like that. So I like that shit. Like, that's cool. Um, but then again, that can also be a slippery slope because people can just start doing it because they want people to think they're actually nice people and there's ulterior motives. But it's still doing good for the world. It's still doing something. And you never whatever know, your motives are. like... You could have brightened someone's day. Exactly. You, like or it's you never know where someone's at mentally. Yeah. You can yeah. change your life with just one thing of kindness. Yeah, and, and I think that's just a huge thing, man. Social media can be a very slippery slope, but we've talked about this in previous episodes on ATX sidebars. You got to use it the right way because it can be really dangerous, especially for our kids that are yeah. easily molded by what they see online. Again, going back to their expectation of what reality really is. And it's absolutely ridiculous. So I think doing something nice, something like that, being positive, is the best is the best trend you can do on social hey, media. You got a platform, use it for use life. Use it. And that's what we're trying to do here, man. Yeah, we're just man. trying to use it for life, man. So that's so that's awesome. Do you guys have anything else you wanted to yeah, add in regards to I social do, media real trends? Quick, yeah. We should start our own trend. Oh, what's the trend? 
I don't know, but we should we should try one. We should right, we'll put our heads together and we'll, we'll think put of our heads together. Some good shit, man. Spicy. What else? You got anything else to add in regards to social media trends? Nah, let's move on to my favorite one. Hey, hey, mini. I'm liking this. Let's go. We coming this week with your favorite segment. Hate Minute. Hey, 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 Yo, guess what, guys? I go first. Hey. Yeah. Because I've got something I got salty about the last week. Guys, you know what I hate? What do you hate? I'm just going to start off by telling you a story. I was at the goddamn grocery store. Grocery store. Here we go. Here we go. And you know what? I actually like grocery shopping. I'm a type of person that I like being in control of what to do and my time. Because um, I suffer from anxiety a little bit, right? So that helps with my anxiety when I know what's going on and I'm structured that way. So I enjoy going grocery shopping because I get the same shit all the time. I know what aisle it's in. I know what aisles they're in. I'm in, in there 20, 25 minutes. It's actually very relaxing to me. It's kind of therapeutic for me. But then I get there on a Sunday when everyone grocery shops. That's just the day I go. And I'm sitting there in line. And I'm at HEB. Everybody knows HEB. HEB for everyone uh, down uh, up north and not in Texas stands for here. Everything's bigger. It's the main grocery store in Texas. Based out of Texas. I thought it was named after the guy Herbert E. Butts. That's what I thought. I thought it was just called Heb. Google it. Her, it's, it's a named after the owner, Herbert E. Butts. I'm going to go with mine. I've better. been here, here longer than you. bigger or better. Okay. I was born in Texas. You're right, though. We're going to Google it, though. Anyways, going back to it. Google that shit so while we wait. On Sunday, it's packed. Every line is jam-packed. So you know you all trying to find the shorter one. So I'm sitting there, and I try to find a shorter one. There's four people in line. It's absolutely ridiculous. I'm behind this one guy who has a shit ton of groceries. Fully capable, able guy ton of groceries. Throws all his groceries on there. Oh, we're clapping. We're clapping. Oh, we're what is clapping. it? clapping. What does this say? Howard E stands for Ariel, the first HGB. Okay, she's right. Oh, <laughs> spice. All right. Anyways, back to the hate. Go back to my hate minute. Go back to your hate. What I'm going to change my hate minute. I hate spicy hands, right? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so I'm waiting in fucking line. Ton of groceries. I got a ton of groceries. Motherfucker's trying to, I've already been in line for 20 minutes. And because all the lines are so full, you know how there's usually a bagger? Right. There's no bagger in our line because every, they're everywhere else. So common courtesy is you put all your groceries down, you bag your groceries. Am I right or am I right? No. There's no bagger there? You don't bag your groceries? No, the cashier does. No, the cashier's rigging you up. I, I don't have baggers. Are you mine. kidding I me? I bag my own. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I bag mine if there's no bagger. Wow, you're one of the people I hate spicy. <laughs> this my, what? Literally, he has so many groceries, and he sat there and waited for the cashier to ring it all up. It took a good four and a half minutes, and then waited for the cashier to bag it all up himself. So that added another ten minutes to me waiting when he could have easily started bagging it himself. Yeah, facts. Especially if there's a line. Usually there's a bagger. If there's a bagger, of course not, because you have one person doing the cashier and the other one. Maybe if there's a line, I may help. What? And if there's a ton of groceries, spicy eggs do not be that person. <laughs> hey, listen, okay, spicy do not be that person. Don't get you don't want me bagging my groceries. Don't get, that, don't get that bagger that doesn't bag right, eggs on the bottom, cans on the top <laughs> no, of it. No, you don't want that bagger. Step your bag game. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm upset. I thought this was something we're all going to agree with. And spicy eggs just like, no, I don't bag. What? The cashier's doing his job bagging it up. And when the cashier does it, you bag everything up. And then he finishes or she finishes helping you out, whatever. You don't bag up. Facts. That way the line moves quicker. And that way they can start ringing me up. Or the next person up. I do that as a common courtesy. If there's no bagger, I get in there and I'm like, nah, I got you. You don't have to worry about it. And then if I'm not done, they finish helping me out. I mean, Great. I may bag like a few things, but I ain't bagging no, all be, my shit. Well, like I said, you bag as much as you can. 
And then if I mean, the if I go done, to if I go to the self help line, well then yeah, I bag because I'm only getting a few. Spicy items. too bougie out here, damn bougie man. bagger. Hey, you are my hate minute. Oh, that was it finally. right there. Not only did she. <laughs> Bring it back Puerto Rico style. Yo, that's what I hate. I hate it. I fucking hate it. Oh my god. Yo, spicy inch. You next, girl. What you got for us? All right, guys. Do you want to know what I hate? What do you hate? Robo calls. Oh, I feel salty about that. I get about at least ten of these mofos a day. Ten. Ten, oh, at shit. least, at least, and if I hit ignore, they continue to call back. One of the, one day, I made the mistake of hitting ignore, and because my phone identifies it as potential fraud oh, okay. or scam, likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, one of those things. And so this time, um, I was looking at my phone and it said potential fraud caller, yeah. and so I just hit ignore. Can you believe this fool called back five times in a row? Did you pick up? No, I didn't no, pick up. Okay. I just blocked their ass after that. Yeah, you gotta block them. But then they always find another number. <laughs> yeah, to they find another from, number to call. That. You're right. I hate that. And then sometimes I hate whenever they call you. They think they're slick. They try to call you with like your number, but maybe like the last digit or two are different. With your own number. With your own number. Ooh, yes. Slick to this. to trick you into picking up the phone because it's a recognizable number. Because you're like, oh, I see uh, my my phone, but then just like the one or two digits. Uh, you gotta be slicker than that. Yes. Gotta be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than quick. So that's my hate minute, guys. Well, look, I so- freaking hate robocallers, and I especially hate them because of what they did recently. Yes, that's what I was gonna talk about. I text Spicy Spicy and what happened? Man, that's this is sad. So sad. I wanted to cry. So this 87 year old lady got scammed by a robocall. She received a robocall, and they told her that she had won um, a sweepstakes or something, um, but that she needed to pay for the taxes and the fees Mm -hmm. or something. And so this lady sent them all her information, and they stole her life savings. She gave them all their life, her life savings, I think, actually. Yeah. She gave them all her life savings. Because she won the sweepstakes that was going to give her more money. Right. And then... When she found out it was a scam and that she was scammed out of all her life savings, she committed suicide, guys. Jesus. That's so fucking sad. Like, what the hell? Yo, you robocaller, I was going to say robocop. We should sick robocop and you robocaller motherfuckers. Like, yo, chill out with that bullshit, man. People are so quick to try to get money the sleaziest way possible without doing an honest day work. At the expense of killing somebody. That's some mm. bullshit, Jesus. man. Hey, why? Well, Spicy and you know what? I fucking hate robocallers too, man. Yeah, Kick them all. Pops like, yo. What you got for us, dog? You know what I hate? What, what do, do you hate? I'm gonna tell you what I hate. Tell us. This is a little story. This is about customer service. Oh. Mm. This is about serving. Mm. Now here's the reality: if you are in the uh, workforce of serving food, you chose to be in that workforce. That is your job. Yes. Your job, I'm not saying doing with a smile ear to ear, but at least be respectful when you're throwing salmon on top of the boy's salad. This is an incident that happened yesterday. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm Spicy and witnessed well, it. Well, you got real hey, specific. I'm not going to say no names, little girl. Because <laughs> I don't know your name, little girl. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you. Don't be at work serving food with just a mean attitude. Like, I don't get when you're alive. This is your job. Unfortunately, this pays your bills. I yeah. get it. But if we're saying, hey, can I take that? Yeah, take it. Dump it right there. 
You want more? <laughs> no, it's extra. What did you say? Oh, what did God. you say before we even got up to the line? You were like, you know what? I don't like how she served the food with no love. No love. She has no <laughs> love when she scoops that food. So I'm in line, and she's dumping it. Boom. You ain't going to spread the meat all over the food. You just going to dump it in the corner. I got to mix it in. You know what I mean? I don't know why I think of y'all seen Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro. Go watch some sloppy joes. I know you like them extra sloppy. Yes, she just she served it. it. No, she didn't even she, talk. She was just like she everything. Served it. But I'm just thinking of her just slapping the sloppy joe on it. She there. served it like she played an extra in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, you good know what Lord. I'm saying? She was just like, go, here. And my issue is we didn't ruin your day. This is your job. Serve with a smile. Because all we want to do is like, how you doing? Thank you for the food. I appreciate it. You know Not what? you give me $2 worth of meat when you know I got to pay $8 yeah. for this plate. <laughs> you better give me $6.75 worth of meat on this plate. And, and you know what to say, and I agree with you because, look, sure, you might not like your job. We get that. And sure, you're doing maybe a shitty job, a shittier job than maybe some of us are doing, but you have a choice in life. You have a choice. You have a choice. And if you didn't want to do that job, you didn't have to put yourself in that situation. Now, granted, I don't know her life. There might be some other extraneous situations. I don't mean it that way. But for the most part... The moral of the story is you're in control of your life. You're in control. And this more is, control than you think hey, you are. if you want to do something else, do something else. But the name of the game is customer service. And we all done it. Yeah. We so, do customer service every day. We do a customer mm-hmm. service every day. Sometimes you got to put that smile, smile and dial. Yeah. Right? Or smile and serve. But I'll remember you next time I get in line for another, you know, salmon salad with extra corn yeah, on the side. I, I feel you, man. I like that pop left. So <laughs> my... Hate minute or uh, hate minute of the week, whatever we want to call it here. I don't know why I'm struggling with that since this is your our bar. eighth episode. Hey. My, no, I'm saying my hate minute. I'm just oh, recapping. Hey. My hate minute is grocery lines and people like Spicy Angie don't be bagging their own groceries whenever it's two pack and the cashier's busy. Bag it, Spicy bougie. Man doesn't like robocalls, which I agree. Fuck them, especially. Kick rocks, robos. Pray for that little lady in Pop's life. Shitty customer service, man. Serve me up right, little girl. Hey, man. I, I like Serve that. me up right. I think that's a good transition, guys, for our conclusion here. Bar oh. of the week. Bar of the week. Bar Brought to you by week. yours truly, Sir Diggs a lot. Oh, that was hard. Ay, I like that. I'm bar right there. Diggy Fresh. Oh, oh. I like that. That's a good I dig one. it. That's a good one. Oh. <laughs> Can you dig what it? Can you dig it? I like relaying a lot of my bars of the week to what we spoke about in the podcast in that episode per se, and I think there was so much. Um, so much things that were drawn and connected between our actual topics that go into what I'm going to talk about. We're in a time and a place right now where there's a lot of hate, there's a lot of divisiveness going on in this country. A lot of it brought to you by the leader of this country, mm-hmm. Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. And it just made me think about why this is going on and how can we change it. And for me, really what it comes down to, it, it comes down to loving, right? And love in general. I think when we think about politics, I think when we think about anything in life, a lot of times when we feel shitty about things, people look at for a scapegoat. They look to blame circumstances and their situation on others or on things going on in this country. Mm-hmm. That goes for both sides of the y'all from a political standpoint. You want to blame other people for your shortcomings and you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror and realize that. So here's my message to you guys and here's my positive and my bar of the week to you guys. Worry about yourself. Focus on yourself. Focus on making yourself happy and healthy both physically and mentally. 
I promise you when you worry about yourself and you get yourself to a place where you're content and you're satisfied with your mental well-being, your physical well-being, everything else will fall into place. Everything else will fall into place. Yeah. If you're miserable about something, going back to the lady that's doing customer service, like I said, you gotta you gotta realize you have a choice. We all have choices in life. Nice. We can all change our own circumstances. Yes, there are injustices in this world that we have to stand up for 100%, but really what it comes down to, when you're good with yourself, I promise you, everything falls into place. I I Man, promise I you, that. if you're a happy no, person, so, so passionate. When have you ever? Oh, we're back still. <laughs> we are in our bag. First of I'm all, sorry. they're stealing my thunder, my hate. I'm, <laughs> my, sorry, my, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, my bar of the week. Sorry, but they were on Is this the second yeah. week in a oh row that we say the same thing at the exact same time? What oh. the hell is going on? But let me finish this. Let me finish this. Like I said, when have you ever met a happy person that's hating on somebody? Never. Right? And that goes back to where we are in a political climate. I think if we find someone that can unite this country, mm. unite us as a people as best as possible, there's always going to be outliers. It's never going to be perfect. Obviously, it's the hardest thing. But if we are content with ourselves and love each other, everything else will fall into place. Don't worry about the economy, don't Mark. Don't worry about the infrastructure. Don't worry about military right now. Be happy with ourselves as a country, and everything else will take care of itself. The economy will fall into place because we'll be able to agree and disagree in the most polite way or rather the the most um, conducive way possible. And that's my message, guys. Take care of yourselves, love yourselves, and everything else will fall into place. Facts, bro. I promise you. And with that... We're done. That was episode eight. I appreciate y'all for listening. Shout outs to everybody. Shout out. Peace, love, unity, respect. Deuce.